It's the Golden Blue Nation podcast sponsored by your West Virginia lawyers, Pritt and Spano, your WVLawFirm.com. Nick Farrell here with you on episode three of the Golden Blue Nation podcast with a great guest on this episode, Dr. Clay Marsh, leading the way in West Virginia throughout the pandemic, keeping West Virginians safe and knowledgeable about the virus. And I realize the topic of COVID in sports is one that's probably exhausting by now. We're approaching the second anniversary of the nationwide sports stoppage that resulted in 2020 in the cancellation of the Big 12 tournament, the NCAA tournament, and then all spring sports. And was a crazy moment, crazy, unforgettable moment for all of those involved. But really, really, the way things have gone this year at WVU, it feels like things are you know, about as normal as they can be. WVU Hoops has only had one game postponed, just a minor blip on the radar. That game against TCU at TCU has been rescheduled. It's going to be made up on February 21st, so that's right around the corner. The football team went an entire season without a postponement or cancellation. That was a huge shift from 2020 when a game against Oklahoma was eventually canceled and not played at all. Venues on campus have operated at full capacity. There's a reason that all of those things are happening at WVU, and Clay Marsh is going to explain what that reason is. Things are trending at WVU, or at least they have over the last six months, a little bit better than at some other schools across the country and at some schools in the Big 12, and Dr. Marsh is going to tell us why that is. Plus, we'll talk sports with WVU Medicine's Vice President and Executive Dean for Health Sciences. Yes, sports, and not sports and the virus. He'll share also one of his biggest lessons learned from the pandemic, one that has very little to do with medicine and much more to do with appreciating what's around you. So that conversation with Clay Marsh in just a moment. But first, a quick word from our sponsors. Pritt and Spano, West Virginia's lawyers. Unexpected hurdle? Pritt and Spano. Unseen circumstance? Pritt and Spano. Personal injury, criminal law, flash wills, family law. You need a firm that will be with you through it all. Pritt and Spano. Their passionate team will employ their resources and unique perspectives to deliver the most effective representation. When you find yourself in need, turn to those who will fight for you. Pritt and Spano, West Virginia's lawyers. Find them at yourwvlawfirm.com. Dr. Clay Marsh is with us on the Golden Blue Nation podcast. And Clay, thanks so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to join us. You had alluded to something a moment ago that was pretty clever. Groundhog's Day, huh? Doesn't it Doesn't it feel like we are kind of maybe stuck in a rut like the Bill Murray movie? It, it is true. And, uh, you know, uh, Buxitani Phil said, uh, whatever, six weeks more of bad weather. Well, I have to say that we're coming up on three years of COVID. So we're starting our third year. So it has definitely been Groundhog Day for a while now. What is your attitude, though, as we stand right now? The, the way that we look at it from the sports world is we're nearly at that two-year anniversary of that unforgettable day. I mean, I know I'll never forget where I was, Big 12 tournament, they shut the whole thing down. And then all of a sudden, it became very real in that moment for a lot of people who were there at that event. But a lot has changed since then. A lot of good has happened. So where do we stand right now? Well, Nick, we are um, we are in probably better shape than we've been at any other time in the pandemic, just related to the amount of immune responsiveness of our population against COVID-19. Now, the good news is that, you know, with vaccination and boosting 
and people that have recently been infected with COVID-19 and with the Omicron variant, that's been a number of people. We do have a, a good amount of immune protection. The bad news is Omicron is still the most infectious variant of COVID-19 that we have seen. And COVID-19 has been predictably unpredictable related to its turns and and, uh, and movement. So, you know, this one, we, we would be not smart to think it's over, but we are in a better position today than we have been before. At some point, we will see it go to a more endemic state. So from a sports perspective, seems like everything is running about as smoothly as you could hope. West Virginia basketball did have a postponement earlier in the season. A few teams had some issues. Uh, football went unscathed in the fall, did not have any postponements and played a full 13-game schedule. I guess what I want to know from you, though, Clay, is what do you think about the upcoming tournaments where there's going to be a lot of travel, there's not going to be, at least at this point, an NCAA tournament bubble, are we in the clear for things like that? Are, are the, do those get the green light stamp of approval from Clay Marsh? Well, I mean, certainly, Nick, I'm very hopeful that things will go well, and I, uh, I would hope that they do. But at the end, we should always be prepared. And I, again, as we said before, you know, many of our student athletes are fully vaccinated and boosted and coaches and some people have gone through the infection cycle themselves and have recovered. So we are in the best position to do that, but we have to be thoughtful and careful and, and cognizant that we still are dealing with a highly infectious virus and that virus has not finished all of its, uh, its moves yet. So, so I, I think that, uh, you know, that we are, uh, are in a really good position. I certainly do believe that that every you know possibility exists that things will go smoothly, but you always have to have plan B in case they don't so that you're not talk, taken off guard. We had just touched on some of the success that West Virginia has had. Football season went through without a hitch in, in terms of COVID, and there was a hiccup during basketball season where a couple of Mountaineer basketball players had to miss a game, COVID health and safety protocols, and you know maybe that was to be expected with players traveling home and seeing family and things like that. So my question to you, though, Clay, is what has made WVU Athletics so successful with having a minimal amount of stoppages, particularly in these major sports over the last year? Well, Nick, I like to think that, you know, we have a group of coaches who are not only very smart, but they're also very committed to the health of the student athletes and, and have been working closely with our health teams and, and also our sports medicine group to design specific protocols to make sure that we are, you know, fully protecting athletes, not only to keep them in the field of play and competition, but also personally, because these are young people who, you know, are still at risk to get COVID and to have long-term manifestations of COVID. So through, uh, you know, a consistent testing scheme, through vaccinations, through very much education for our student athletes and, and families, I think all those things have added up to that success um, equation that you just reflected. But I also think that we've been very fortunate because, you know, not every school has had the same success record that we have. And I think we should just be grateful that uh, we've been able to see things move forward in such a positive, you know, progressive way as we had hoped. 
But, you know, as I said before, until you understand what's happened and happening, then you need to always have your contingency planning. We're chatting with West Virginia's coronavirus czar, Dr. Clay Marsh, here on the Golden Blue Nation podcast. Clay, I want to talk specifically sports with you, not COVID in sports, but specifically sports. And we'll we'll do that in a minute. But before that, something that has stuck with me over the last couple of years is something that Neil Brown said at the very onset of all of this back over the summer of 2021, when it was really unclear if football was going to be played, if it was going to be safe enough for football to be played. I guess it was the summer of 2020 entering the fall 2020 season. And he said he thought it was necessary for college football and all fall sports to be played at that point because it could be very helpful and instrumental in the healing process in our communities. Have you seen that unfold over the last two years, Clay? How have sports been a positive part of the healing process around here, not just at the collegiate level at West Virginia University, but in our high school and smaller communities as well. Well, Nick, I think that's a really, really wonderful point you bring up because we know that not only sports gives some people their identity and 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 helps them both physically exercise and you know maintain health that way, but also creates these critical connections. And and we know that one of the most damaging uh, uh, issues related to COVID has been that a lot of people feeling isolated, feeling separated, not feeling connected to other people or to the purpose that they define part of their persona around. And sports is that for many, many people. And for all of us, we love watching sports, but to be able to participate is really for a lot of our young people and older people is a form of creativity. And I think this connection, the exercise, the physical activity, and the fact that that is a defining purpose for so many people, all start that healing process. And when we don't have that, that's just another set of things that drive us more toward um, disease than toward health. So I think that this has been a really positive healing attribute, as you said, for our entire community, the ability to have sports go forward as it has been. Because, of course, there is the viral pandemic with the invisible enemy, but then there's also the pandemic of collateral damage, so to speak, things that are taken away from us that then cause repercussions throughout. Yeah, mental health and and uh, behavioral health issues and anxiety and depression and, and uh, you know, uh, substance use disorder, you know, in the COVID pandemic, we saw the first year of over 100,000 deaths from substance use disorder. So <clears throat> the impact of COVID is much more than the direct impact on lives lost and, and you know, long-term consequences. It's really the indirect, comp- uh, the indirect impact as well with a lot of mental behavioral health problems and also a lot of other healthcare issues that didn't get addressed or seeing people sicker or dying of other health problems because COVID has been so disruptive. So if sports have been the gateway for many, including me, I guess, in many ways, what's been that respite for you, Clay, through all of this? I mean, it has been a long and stressful, I can imagine, two years. What, What has it been for you? Yeah, I would say a couple of things. You know, number one is I, I just have had so much opportunity 
to be inspired by the selfless and altruistic service of so many people. And really, you know, so grateful and so privileged that I've been able to contribute in a small way and been part of a great team that's contributed in a much larger way, including, you know, with the governor, et cetera. The other thing though, is as you talked about sports, I've started to really try to stay in the present moment and really enjoy what's going on around me. And, and I can't count the too many, you know, the innumerable times the great things were happening all around me, amazing, wonderful things. I just missed them. I was too busy. I was, I was looking to the next thing or thinking about what just happened. I wasn't focused at that present moment. And this pandemic has taught me, if nothing else, that you should never take for granted the blessings you have right now, because they're not guaranteed to be there even as quickly as tomorrow. So that's been a source of, of uh, great respite and, um, and, and healing for me. Yeah, wow, what a great point, man. If there really is a lesson that I hope I'll take away from all of this, Clay, it is exactly what you mentioned there about being present and living in the moment. Chatting with Dr. Clay Marsh, and I promised that we would talk about sports. So, Clay, let's do it. Uh, you're a soccer guy, I understand. Is that right? I like a lot of sports, but I do like soccer a lot. How did you get into it? My kids played soccer and and uh, and you know, they learned to love the game. And, uh, and my youngest got me initially involved with Premier League and then uh, and then La Liga. So I'm I'm probably a more of a La Liga fan, but I do like the Premier League. I like the major. I like Major League Soccer as well. OK, so Messi or Ronaldo is probably the most basic follow up question there. Yeah, I'm a messy guy, although I have to say the whole thing with Barcelona was kind of a mess. So, Right. OK, of course. So have you followed what's happening at West Virginia University with the soccer programs? I mean, of course, Nikki Izzo Brown has has formed a dynasty there and maybe they had a bit of a down year last season. But then here come the men's team. Dan Stratford, second year head coach, takes him to the Elite Eight, a penalty kick or two away from beating Georgetown and going to the College Cup. Did, did you get to watch any of that this year? I did. And, you know, Nick, the thing that's really cool to me about all of West Virginia sports, but we'll focus on soccer here. So, you know, Nikki's a rock star. I think she's she's great. And I've really gotten to know her. The men's coach, I don't know as well, but that turnaround has been extraordinary. And if you think about what WVU did in the tournament and you think about last year, what Marshall did winning the whole thing. I mean, my gosh, who would have ever thunk that you have these two schools in West Virginia that have become real powerhouses, you know, <clears throat> in a very mainline sport. And, and for me, you know, when you look at the, at the success John Hammond's had with riflery, amazing, almost unparalleled as far as the success, but, you know, maybe not quite as much of a mainline sport at every school, but soccer is great. And the fact you have two programs in West Virginia and here at WV, both the women's and the men's program, it's done so well. I just couldn't be prouder. And it's so much fun to watch. They, they all play really fun soccer to watch as well. Move the ball well and have a really nice structure as opposed to just trying to kick the ball over people's head and let somebody run on the ball. Would love to hear the podcast where Clay Marsh and Dan Stratford and Nikki Izzo Brown all sit down to chat tactics uh, on the pitch. Well, I have to say my knowledge is like that versus theirs, but it'd be a lot of fun to uh, to hear what they had to say. You could probably give them a few tips on the, the medicine, I, I imagine, right, Clay? 
I can I can help uh, maybe a little bit. Did you make it to any football games this year, basketball games? I did. I've made it to fewer basketball games and the football games. You know, I'm, I'm highly cognizant, Nick, not only of the role that I play, but also the fact that if I'm recommending other people to be cautious in certain circumstances, then I need to be good with that as well. So I probably have seen the fewest games this year than I have at any other time since I've been back at WVU. But, you know, I I think Neil Brown's done such a a wonderful job with the program, really caring about student athletes. You know, I know we had some challenges this year on the field, but, you know, to rally back again, make the bowl game, I thought that was really extraordinary. And Bob Huggins is just such Mm. an icon. And boy, there's nobody who understands basketball, in my opinion, better than Bob Huggins does. So watching the team, and I watch, uh, I'm a TV watcher this year more than an in Coliseum watcher, but uh, but you can just see the growth of the team and to lose the players that we lost and still have such a competitive team is really, it's, it's fun to watch. And we just need to get mm, right over the hump and we'll be good. Well, I guess I want to leave you with this question, Clay, because I think that it is the one that fans are looking forward to as they look ahead to the fall. Backyard Brawl is back. They're going to play Virginia Tech again. Big 12 play is going to start early in September for the Mountaineer football team. And you know, as you look at some of the stuff out there about pandemics and maybe how they wane in year three, and maybe we're finally getting to that point. I mean, that, that's a pretty exciting prospect as we look ahead to that future that maybe that spiritual experience of a Mountaineer football game day is going to be back in the fall. I, I think, Nick, almost certainly we will continue to see improvements when exactly we make that, you know, that turn and, and head back home where COVID becomes less of a you know, everyday discussion point in the paper or, you know, we don't do press briefs every week or whatever. That will be great for a lot of people. But but I do think that, you know, as we move outside and as we continue to gain more immune responsiveness, then almost certainly COVID will continue to, you know, to become more imbalanced with us and us with COVID. But whether or not it's happening after this Omicron variant or not is to me a little bit too early to tell. But we do know that over time, COVID absolutely will go that pathway. And the more outside we are and the more we have the you know atmospheric air dispersing you know, particles and all that, the safer we will be as well. He's Dr. Clay Marsh, an expert on all things COVID and maybe soccer, too. We appreciate you joining us on the Golden Blue Nation podcast, Clay. Thanks, Nick. Always appreciate you. You stay well. You too, Clay. This has been the latest edition of the Golden Blue Nation podcast sponsored by Pritt and Spano, West Virginia's lawyers, your WVLawFirm.com. We'll catch you next time right here on the Golden Blue Nation podcast.